Welcome to our podcast, Parenting by the Pint. Enjoy the show! Greetings, Minivan Mafia! Lauren and I are longtime friends from Chicagoland that love getting together to chat about life, kids, family, and beer. Each week, we'll feature a brewery and sample at least two of their beers. We'll also discuss a variety of topics ranging from parenting, pop culture, travel, marriage, and just about anything else that comes to mind. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Hey, everyone. Welcome. We are going to uh, drink a brewery I've never had before, a Young Blood Beer Company out of Madison, Wisconsin. I would go so far as to say I don't even know that I've heard of the excuse me heard of this brewery before. I don't think I had. I bought this in uh, when we were in Wisconsin. I bought this at a Woodman's, um, okay. and along with a couple other beers when I was up there. I did not drive through. Madison. We were in Appleton. Uh, we made a stop in Green Bay and oh, a okay. variety of other places. But I was looking for some beers that I had never had before, and this jumped out at me. So I figured, why not? Um, and the the names were fun, and they were bright colored, and they have a palm tree on it, and it made me feel happy. So I just figured, why not? Yeah, this is definitely. <laughs> a visually stimulating uh beer label and yeah. the names are very appealing we haven't talked about that in a long time i used yeah. to feel like i would never stop saying it but sometimes you get you come across a brewery that obviously is looking to get your attention yeah whatever in whatever fashion they're trying to do that and in yeah. this case i feel like it's just like the whole package totally like the, yes the labels are agree. super bright and there's this palm tree on it and yeah mm-hmm. we're drinking a beer from wisconsin and also <laughs> the name of this beer is hi my name is sauron <laughs> if you don't know who sauron is i will just say that he is the main villain in the lord of the rings trilogy well, there's a, i didn't see this before but there's a whole story on the side of this can oh, so it says this can holds no rings of power oh fantastic sauron gets a bad rap in lord of the rings sure he brought despair and destruction all over middle earth but the guy guy really just has an obsession with keeping things orderly maybe they oh. should be given a chance to explain themselves luckily this hazy pale ale is the perfect beer to ponder lord of the rings great mysteries with uh, foggy as hell this pale ale gets a healthy ddh double dry, double dry hopped of belma i've never heard of belma hop i've I don't never think. heard of a belma and hop. strata to give off dank aromas of weed mixed with luscious juicy strawberry and overripe summer honeydew melons so i mean that sounds really good i will say and for the sake of argument that mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure that the issue with Sauron <laughs> was, <laughs> We're hypothesizing that, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> was not that he was trying to keep things orderly. I think I, I honestly, and this is maybe I'm diving too deep. I actually think that uh <laughs> that the whole point of the book was kind of like an anti-technology argument. Oh, because I could see everybody on the side of like the hobbits and the men and the elves mm-hmm. and everything. It's like bows and arrows and horses and stuff like okay, that. Okay. And like Sauron is using like 
machinery and like all this you know and like cloning creatures Oh, yeah, and actual, stuff like that like, technology type, like, higher <laughs> level, so, so so oh, interesting. to almost support their argument that maybe he's not the bad guy i i could say that is innovation really a bad thing though Right? i mean It's not. I maybe mean, it's really sauron's not. just trying to innovate maybe And there we you shouldn't go. be so negative It shouldn't about be so that judgmental. It shouldn't jump to conclusions about the negativity of this. Yeah, So, I actually all right. almost See? mentioned that in our silver lining to jump to yet another topic um, <laughs> of of uh, the virus that will not be named. yes, that I was... <laughs> was hopeful and am still hopeful that it was going to create some sort of like creative or technological renaissance because everybody who's brilliant got stuck at home Got doing stuck at nothing. home. I agree. I was hoping for some like breakthrough And somewhere, you know, yeah. like other than the government just telling us that aliens actually exist. I feel like there wasn't a ton of things Right. that, that have come to light thus far. And I So was sort of hoping we like, shall oh see. man, something crazy is going to happen Right. and we're all going to be like, okay, it was all worth it because Because now of this we amazing can smoke thing. in space or whatever. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? yeah, no, no, I get it. I mean, I will say that Illinois made the decision <laughs> aptly timed to make recreational marijuana legal right. January 1st of 2020, Yeah. right before we all got stuck in lockdown. So Yeah, that that gamble that really timing paid was off. was a very appropriate, <laughs> I feel, because yeah. it helped a lot of people get through some uh, some hard times. So, But that's what I'm talking <laughs> about. See, yes, it's stuff yes. like that that I was hoping was going to be the silver lining of this whole Yeah, situation was fair, that we fair. were going to be like, here's all the awesome stuff, Here's though, the new, that new happened. technological advances. I'm waiting. I'll wait. I'll give it another We'll give so it a little bit more time. a little We'll more see. time. We'll A little revisit more time. the subject in like All two right. or three years when we're I like at like it. the five year mark of Let's the start see of this see mess. what what great things came from the dark times. I get it. Yeah, we'll do our part two because All right, cool. we did that part one, what, a few months ago We where we did. talked We about did. the upsides, which, Yes. Yeah, that was kind you of know, a failure, but the, uh, yeah. we, we will revisit and see if there are Yeah. some other things that came to light. So, In the all meantime, right, well, let's let's drink. drink My name this. is. Hi, my name is Sauron. Uh, we did mention that the palm trees, so Youngblood Beer Company provides an oasis for those who seek a life of leisure. They did Oh, yeah. work. They want to be an oasis for people to come and relax with them. Hence the palm tree. So let's That sounds good to me. give this I do a drink. love the idea of a brewery being an oasis. I'm I'm in. I'm definitely in. And then I'll Yeah. give this some drink, and then I will uh, talk a little bit about young blood. Yeah, I'm going to Ooh, need a second it smells because good. mine is about 80% head right now. Yeah, I've got a a decent. I It's did a very slowly. bad job pouring this. Okay, I was mine like is too close to it and I mine just is like definitely poured it slowly straight in. dissipating. Ooh, it smells good. The aroma's <laughs> nice. mm, it does smell good. I even maybe get the melon, the honeydew I kind of do in get the the melon. smell. I I think I get it in the color. Like it's an Yeah. odd colored beer, It is an odd colored right? beer. Like it's What is it's that? a hint of melon. I think it's the it's partially Yeah. honeydew. Maybe it's got some. I mean, Yeah. they're green. I feel like it's a very That is it. unique It's a greenish color. tin. Yeah, it's a greenish. Yeah. I was like, Yeah. which one is honeydew again? I had to like remember, of course, because Mm I don't eat melons. But uh <laughs> But it's the green. I really but think it is it's a like little a green. honeydew I thought tint. it was just too dark in here, but No, it is definitely totally. a little green. Yeah, it's a very unique color. It's got a really great aroma. I actually, I, I kind of like this.
yeah i'm gonna take a sip now we'll see what we've got because i can i can do that now i get a little melon not overpowering at all though like it's just like a hint of citrusy but i feel like it might be kind of a good addition because it's not super grapefruity which a lot of these have kind of a more flavor too i feel like maybe the the uniqueness of the the other fruits might cut we got strawberry in this too i don't taste strawberry yeah yeah. juicy strawberry uh you know I only observe strawberry because when it comes to like a hazy IPA, mm-hmm. you get a really citrus forward flavor most of the time, sure. I think. And I feel like this has just like a smidge of sweetness. And it and definitely that... is. It's like I feel like it cuts a little bit more, more uh, cuts a little bit of the bitterness and that like yeah. overly citrusy, grapefruity kind of tang that you sometimes get with these. Right. And that could be both the melon and the strawberry maybe kind of doing that. Because I get a little of that, like, I would say the melon gives it more of, like, a buttery sweetness. Maybe. Than strawberry giving it more of that, like, like tart not like a tart, tart sweetness it is a little yeah, bit yeah yeah maybe that's strawberries are when they're not super overripe they like they have a little tartness that's it's a very unique sense of like different combination of flavors nothing is super overpowering it's also right. not super super tart or bitter i feel like it's a really good mix of flavors to me yeah so i like this i like yeah. it a lot it's I interesting do. it's a little mm-hmm. different and not in a bad way because yeah. sometimes especially sometimes with different a beer style a like way, this yes. where yeah. we have had many 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 yes. and uh and not all of them have are an expectation that are unique yeah <laughs> some of the and unique is is things that they should not have tried but this yes. one i feel like was actually a good unique in my i opinion. agree this is good this is yeah. good I do. I, I I like this, so I'm I'm happy with this. So I'll give mm-hmm. you a little little info about Youngblood, since uh, none of yeah. either of us knew much about this place. So, um, they're like I said, out of Madison, Wisconsin. They want to be unique and different. They started as three guys sitting around drinking one night. Mm-hmm. Um, Billy was already in beer sales. He was working for a craft beer partner, selling other companies products um and then tom had operational experience he had a like craft cocktail company um they were sitting around drinking one night and he said billy says he was sick of selling other people's stuff and he wanted to sell his own which i I totally get yeah um and then Tom said, well, do you want to start a brewery? Let's start a brewery. Uh, so a few days later, I guess, they they just reached out to Kyle, who's the third co-founder, who was a friend of a friend. Um, and he was actually the head brewer at Hacienda at Door County at the time. Okay. Okay. Um, and they needed someone who could brew beer because they could sell it or they could work in other capacities. But neither of them were brewers, so they needed a brewer on board. So here comes kyle so they uh (laughs) so they decided they were gonna open a brewery um they opened it in the midst of the bad place in may of 2020 in the middle of a pandemic may Uh, that's so crazy i mean middle like that's like right at the bottom of the bad times yep their original vision was to have a tap room but at the time that wasn't an option so they had to quickly pivot to just canning all the beer they made sure um so because 
at the time it wasn't wasn't people weren't really going out so they are uh, in a hundred plus year old building a block from the state capitol it was an Mm -hmm. old coffee shop and office space it was an old building like it had old boiler a diesel tank in the basement tin ceilings like it was just an old building that they they, you know, redid and it became their tap, their first tap room. Um, they opened a production brewery that had a capacity of up to 7,000 barrels. Now, they didn't start producing that much. They made about 1,400 in 21 and around 2,222. So they still have room to grow. Um, okay. And then they also opened a second tap room, actually, in 2022, North Street uh, Tap Room, it's called, which ha- is a building that also houses a coffee shop and a bakery. So there's multiple hmm. different places to kind of go and hang out. Um, nice. And they they rarely brew the same beer twice. So they've had hundreds of different beers in the short time that they've been open they release about two to three new beers a week and they do love the crazy creative names in an interview they talked about how they just have a shared document that they all just pull up when they think of a funny name and they just save and it and they just throw and it on just, there yeah and so any crazy name they come up with they just keep so they have names <laughs> before they probably have beers like i love um, it the one beer that they do produce have have made multiple times is bathtub beer, um, which was originally called shower beer. But there's another brewery that made a shower beer, so they got a mm, cease and desist letter that. so that they could not call it shower beer. So now it's called bathtub beer. <laughs> so that one has been made a handful of times that they 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 do again uh they're super into saisons they like unique and different things um one other interesting thing about this place is that actually in 2022 they also launched kind of a sister company to young blood that's called saturday beer company that they essentially said we want to make beer to drink with your dad unfussy uncomplicated economical you know, six packs for ten dollars, twelve ounces, oh. basic beers to go after the everyday drinker, as opposed to their unique and different beers that Young Blood makes, which is, you know, craft beer realistically. So, right, um, right now, Saturday Beer Company it, it is just like their sister name, and they have four beers, and that's it. And they're just like basic, you know, everyday economical beers. So okay. they kind of have two companies right yeah. now. And they just opened in 2020, and they've been going strong. So whatever yeah, they're well, doing, well, you know, is you working. A brewery in Wisconsin, I think your your yeah, odds are fair. better than other, especially places. Madison, like a block yeah. from the capital. Like, there's going to be some foot traffic there too, and like people yeah. are going to go. So, um, but yeah, so I thought the place sounded pretty cool. Again, you're right; the can really drew me in. They had a variety of different ones. I was like, "Ooh, this one looks fun. This one looks fun." Yeah, totally so, right. So what it's I like saw, me picking the one with yeah. the cat on the can, you know, I'm always right. going to yeah. do that. <laughs> I totally, totally get it. But at the time, I was like, I, I, I think it was like one of the really cold trips that we took up to Wisconsin, and I was oh, like, sure. I could really use a palm tree right now, and so it, it just kind of drew me in. So. And then you saw this beautiful little scene with these lovely little I trees, did. right? In and the I was like how do i say no so i know so i picked it up and i don't regret it so far because i'm really liking hi my name is sauron because uh it's quite tasty what a delightful (laughs) what i you know it's funny because when i was reading the can and everything and then looked at the name i was sort of like this name 
I just don't know if I can make the connection. Mm. And now that I know about their spreadsheet full of names, I feel like somebody thought this was a good name for a beer. Mm -hmm. And then they were going to make this beer and they were like, let's call it. Hi, my name is Sauron. And someone was just like, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. No, I totally, (laughs) totally agree. But yeah, so they've got all kinds of crazy names. But (laughs) Uh, funnily enough, that's kind of how Lorna and I come up with episode topics because we have like a little checkbox list or spreadsheet full Mm -hmm. of topics. And every once in a while, we'll just be chatting about something random. And one of us will go, you know, it'd be really cool if we talked about this on the podcast. And one of us just writes it it down on the the little list. And so once in a great while, if we're in a bit of a jam for an idea, I go back to that list and I'll be Mm -hmm. like, uh, and I like run my finger down the list. And I'm like, oh, let's talk about video games. (laughs) Yeah. No, you're totally right, though. Something like that. (laughs) We definitely, it's very similar to how they they maintain their list of fun names for beers. So Mm -hmm. I like it. We are in a similar boat so yeah so young blood i'm liking it so far they've they've got yeah, my attention this is this is good i'm excited to try the second one and we will get there yeah all right so we are gonna talk about uh age appropriateness yeah so this was something that lauren suggested and uh and and i think mostly because uh you have a daughter and we're gonna talk about that mm-hmm. some i think um as yeah. a result i had a little bit of trouble coming up with situations where I questioned whether or not my children were the appropriate age for mm-hmm. whatever, whatever circumstance we were confronted with. Sure. I do have some thoughts, um, but I will start as I usually do <laughs> with situations from my own childhood that I thought maybe had to do with age appropriateness. Mm. And um, I had to kind of, you know, I had to really pick my brain <laughs> for this one, you know, because for the most part, I like to think that I was a pretty mild-mannered youth. Yeah. Uh, not really Same. pushing the boundaries, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for the most part, I do think that's true even even now as an adult with children. Mm-hmm. Um, I do remember my dad once commenting on me wearing dresses that were too short. <laughs> and I don't know if that was a wrong place situation or a wrong age situation. Uh, okay. If he thought what I was wearing was not age appropriate or if he just mm-hmm. thought I shouldn't be wearing it at church. Right. I was going to say, <laughs> a little too short for church there, Kara. It so might that's have fair. been a combination yeah. of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did, you know, I think probably react to that by trying to dress <laughs> a bit more conservatively. <laughs> um he also used to make a comment about me uh when i would dress in and come downstairs he would ask me if i got that outfit at clown college which i think was just (laughs) because i wore colorful clothing yeah um so not an age appropriate issue so much either Mm -hmm. um i thought about things like and i'm sure you're gonna bring this up Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, makeup, for example, is mm-hmm. something that comes up and I want you to dive in on it. I'll say my experience was uh, probably a time with you. I think it was probably like a probably. sleepover or something yeah. where somebody suggested doing makeovers or putting on makeup or something like that. Mm-hmm. And if I recall, I was older. I mean, young yeah. teenager, maybe. We didn't and so wear makeup super young. Yeah. I feel like the kids now are starting to ask things so much earlier than we did when we were kids. Yeah. I mean, I did have a friend, if we want to stay on that particular topic, I did have a friend who has a daughter that's the same age as my younger child, who is almost nine. And and 
her daughter is nine mm-hmm. once say i asked her oh what does so-and-so want for her birthday and she was like oh well if you want to get her some makeup like some mm-hmm. play makeup and mm-hmm. in my head i was like no man i'm not doing that <laughs> no, i'm gonna get her like, like a no. coloring book or like a yeah like a you're toy like, you're like i am not going and buying makeup i don't I'm even buy makeup for myself i'm certainly not say, buying it for a kid if it doesn't yeah. come for free with like the skin cream i bought i probably don't own it like yeah. for the That's most fair. part like or I if i see I've it on like sale <laughs> that is there are a handful of things that i do wear every day mascara is one okay. i own like no lipstick i wear chapstick all the time i don't or lip wear gloss lipstick or, every like, time i put it on i feel yeah. like I look it, like, like a clown. makes you look right. Like, yeah, it's not the okay. color of my lips. We're, and I we're just gonna revisit know. the lipstick <laughs> conversation with children in a, in a bit, or maybe we'll just do it now. But yeah, I feel like yeah, go ahead. That start where is you start. <laughs> so definitely makeup is a conversation that I am probably going to have with my daughter soon. I will say that my daughter is much more of a tomboy, so she okay. doesn't really care about makeup very much. So, okay. like, she, you know, we've been places or with some of her friends, and they, like, do makeovers and stuff, and then she'll come out and be like, can I wash my face? And I'm like, of course you can. Sure. Like, Or, like, if she's doing, like, she's been in theater and stuff, and for those, you do wear and kind of a lot of makeup because when you're on stage like you have to accentuate things yeah Yeah. so like her cheeks are bright pink and she wears mascara and like brighter lips but when she's not she mostly just wears like lip gloss or like very mild at the moment now she's eight i'm sure in the next two years this will likely change like i went to a 10 year old birthday party recently and she asked for like not play makeup, like Sephora makeup, like Whoa. actual like makeup, like even on her like Amazon list is like, you know, facial products and makeup wow. and things. Okay. And so it's definitely starting much earlier. I will say that when younger girls wear very bright lipstick, to me is where like I draw the line because they okay. just it just stands out so much in my opinion like they it just i don't know to me it just doesn't look right like if you're wearing bright red lipstick and you're nine like i just i can't this is a trigger for lauren no it is it is i just like i can't i just don't get it so to each their own everyone parents different but that there's my line (laughs) and maybe it's because it carries over into how you personally feel about lipstick like that you don't really feel super like comfortable with the idea of wearing a bright colored lipstick yeah. on yourself that's that, fair. like when you see it on somebody else especially somebody that's a child because mm-hmm. a nine ten year old is a child it's not yeah for sure i don't They're think we need to debate not even that close to an adult there is no yeah, yeah. no debate there <laughs> like yeah. it feels unusual and mm-hmm. off-putting because you just it, it always does to you in, in yeah. most ways now i have i don't really wear lipstick either but i have seen women wear lipstick that i've thought looked very nice on oh them. for sure there's lots and, of people that i'm like oh that looks great on you it would look ridiculous on me but it looks yeah. great on you and i'll be like what color <laughs> lipstick is that and she'll like tell me and i'll be like oh yeah i'm not gonna wear that <laughs> yeah. but it looks adorable, good on you I can't yeah do it. <laughs> super cute now if we're going out or if i'm doing something or if we're taking like pictures like i will wear something that is not i never wear bright though it's usually something yeah. that's more like a 
you know, mauvey, muted, like, color. Well, like I'm a never deeper, gonna be in... almost a lighter yeah. tone of what you I'm, already exactly. are. Exactly. I'm never going to be in bright pink or bright red. Like, that's just yeah. not happening. Like, it's, I try and just make it be somewhat close to what I actually look like, to be honest. <laughs> Even my normal makeup, like, usually when I wear it, it's just like, oh, I've got three pimples here that I need to cover up. And, right. like, You're doing my damage eyes control, look man. like I've been, <laughs> haven't slept in four days. And, like, those right. kind of things. You're I looking definitely... up the video for how do I make myself not look so tired. Like, that's, that's what I'm going to do with this stick. That's my, <laughs> that's my aim for my makeup most days yeah. is, like, okay, look like I'm awake and I have slept a reasonable amount of time in the last week and I'm not scary. Like, that's all I'm right. going for. I don't need any other, like, there's all these videos or reels that pop up on my social media, like, how to contour and, like, I don't know how. I don't know how to do that. I don't know what it is. Like, yeah. my friend tried to show me, and, like, when we went down to Nashville for a bachelorette party, like, uh -huh. someone else just did my makeup, because I was like, I don't even know what I'm doing. Like, That's great. All I literally do is put on, like, cover-up, some mascara, and some lip gloss. Otherwise, I got nothing. So, if you, wanna, if yeah. you want to do it, cool. I will go out this night, and, and whatever, but... I don't know what I'm doing. Like, yeah, I, no I focus really not to dive too deep onto our yeah, own we'll personal struggles with makeup. But like, <laughs> for me, it's about the circles under my eyes. Oh, like if I can same. make my face look like it's not a raccoon's face, then I then feel really win, good about right? it, you know? Yeah, so like totally I have in. bought one of those contour sticks that has like a lighter side oh, so that yeah. I can do like the, cause I've watched under, I've yeah. watched videos where women have done their makeup and also talked about like being a parent or whatever mm -hmm, like they're mm -hmm. doing makeup but they're like talking through it sure, sure. and they're not talking about their makeup they're talking about yeah. whatever topic they, they want to discuss happen to be doing it yeah and mm -hmm. i've watched a particular woman talk a lot about raising her kids and stuff like mm -hmm. that and she always does like you know a very light swipe of like under light makeup eyes. under yeah. her eyes <laughs> and then a handful of other little places because she is contouring that's what she's doing sure, and sure, like sure. I'm just like, yes, okay. I'm learning that, something. Right there. That's what I need. That's, I can that's do that. Good. Yes, that's good <laughs> enough. But yeah, so I don't know when my daughter will start being uh, interested, interested in, in more, but I am sure it is coming. And I do feel like nowadays that stuff is earlier than when we were kids. And I don't, the dilemma sometimes with that stuff is that. I don't want her to feel left out if all of her other friends do it, but I also don't want to say yes just because of that. So I'm kind of trying to walk a line. Um, and I feel like that's a lot of different things that I feel like maybe are for older kids, but so many kids their age have things. Like, I mean... Um, couple things come to mind that are similar not that they're similar to makeup but like having a cell phone yeah. so many kids have cell phones much younger nowadays yeah. they first of all that wasn't an option when we were their age because like they right you know it was a brick or it was yeah. like a car phone that you plugged in so yeah it, now it's much more common but also it's like at what age is the right age for that you know and i mean i know there's lots of kids that are close in age or a couple years older than our kids that have them there's yeah. a lot of kids in my twins class who are eighth and they're third graders that have they their have own phones. cell phones yeah and my kids do not 
So, but at what point is like 75% of their friends have them and they don't? Like, I don't, I'm, I'm curious as to where this tipping yeah. point is going to be. Cell phones are a really good subject for that. I mean, like I thought about that with my oldest because mm-hmm. we did not give him his cell phone until after he was done with fifth grade. So okay. he was, he turned, well, no, I'm sorry. Correction. We gave it to him for Christmas after he turned 10. 10. So okay. he was about halfway Midway through fifth through. grade. Yeah, that's and um, he had been asking for over a year, making mm-hmm. the argument that many of his classmates had phones. And mm-hmm. so my impression at the time was that around the fourth grade mark, kids mm-hmm. were starting to get cell phones. And I think mm-hmm. maybe maybe this is true of the kids in my school district or in my sure. neighborhood yeah, or whatever, mm-hmm. that um, that may have also been the period where parents were allowing their kids to walk home by themselves and mm-hmm. possibly like be home things. alone yeah. some. Sure, sure, sure. And so they gave their kid a cell phone mm-hmm. so that the kid could like survive at home for an hour until mom or dad got home hypothetically i don't have evidence of this totally yeah there's a lot there are there's a surprising number of kids in my twins third grade classes that have their own phones i was actually very surprised that that young had their own like their own phone numbers like it's not that they're borrowing someone's phone like this is their phone um and there's a there's quite a few that age that have it. And I was like, why is this starting at eight years old? Like this feels that to me feels young. Just yeah. personally, everybody might have their own scenario, but personally sure. that felt young. Now, my husband and I have been having this conversation and it's been brought up, you know, like at what age do we think? And I think it's actually less of an age thing we've determined, but more of a when is there a need? So like my son, right. for example, in the summers, he goes to lacrosse camp. It's three hours and it is outside and it is a half an hour, 35, 40 minutes from our house. Okay. And I drop him off. I don't stay there. So yeah. if it starts raining, which it was thundering one day and I had to rush back he doesn't have a way to contact me and what's he gonna like run up to a random parent that he doesn't know and be like Can right. I use your phone so that got us thinking like okay well maybe need there's a, a need there like for right. stuff like that like okay if you're gonna be away from us for a period of time and there might be a need to come pick you up and it's not like not like you're at school where you can just go to the office and call us it's not right. like you're somewhere that has they don't have pay phones anymore like they don't have right. any other so that i was like okay i still feel like he's too young but maybe maybe there's a valid reason you know to do that and illinois stinks because you're technically not supposed to leave your kids alone until they're like 14, 14. which is insane mind you um but i'm sure we will do that before then but we are the only people on the planet that still have a house phone so like they could use it to call somewhere if they had to because we actually still have one of those crazy things Uh um so we were like well it's fine if they're home and they need to call or something like that or if the babysitter's here but they really something happens they need to call us we have a phone but we started thinking like all right activities do they need to call us when you know Mm -hmm. so we might break down and do it next year you know when they're heading into fourth grade or something like that we will see but i was just surprised at how early that seemed to be a thing 
that I wasn't well, expecting. <laughs> yeah, and I think you bring up a really interesting point, and maybe this is different than like makeup, for example, mm-hmm. that there's a lot of discretion based on circumstance, maybe, mm-hmm. that comes yeah. into play. Where like, you know, what your son is doing where he's gone for three or four hours on his own somewhere mm-hmm. where you drop off and pick up, for example, you mm-hmm. may see the value in him being able to send you a text message and be like, right. hey, you need to come get me. I'm, I got to leave now. Yeah. Or we're running behind and I'm going to be 15 minutes late or yeah. something, yeah, you know? Sure. Um, mm-hmm. We've had that conversation about our younger child who is basically the same age as your kids yes yeah, um and he is kind of going through the possibility of going to a different school mm-hmm. and we talked a little bit about how if he were to change schools that we would maybe think about giving him a phone because mm-hmm. he would be riding on the bus and because both my husband and i don't work at home ever yeah. it would just be a way for him to be like i'm getting off the bus and one yeah. of us is like i'm walking through the door five minutes after you or i'm sure i'm already there or Mm because that's what my older son does with his phone yeah and so we considered that possibility that if that circumstance existed that we would adjust our plan Mm -hmm. and allow um him to get a cell phone that has self-service you know he plays on an iphone we when he we, plays yeah, video our games twins you know? have like, old phones that don't have yeah. service on them they can get it on wi-fi and so they play various things exactly on them. but if That's they my were son. yeah now i will say one thing kind of came up that we were not expecting um and and sort of pushed us to make this decision faster mm-hmm. actually <laughs> this literally just happened um when my father passed away, we have like a family plan. Yeah. And because we don't have like T-Mobile or whatever, it's prepaid for the entire year. Oh, so we had an entire had year. <laughs> we had an entire year of service. We just renewed it like two months oh, ago um, for my father's phone plan. Right. That just was going to like drop out of existence. Yeah. And I go, well. If we can change the phone number, we'll just put that SIM card in my youngest Yeah, phone, because at that point, it's has. just a waste otherwise. So I, I know. get that. And yeah. I was sort of like, the only difference between what he's doing now and what he would be doing is he has a phone number. Yeah. And right. I can call him. And yeah. like... Uh, yeah, I get that. Especially we if you are... Like, it already exists. Like, there's I no mean, point in not... It was paid for. It was right, paid for. Exactly. So there wasn't a money argument about no. it. It was just yeah. like, well, we already... We, we should just use this thing. Yeah. Like, it's just going to get thrown away, essentially. Yeah, no, that, that would be pointless. No, I think so it kind of pushed we, you over that hump. Yeah, so like, it kind of made the decision for us a little bit. My husband mm-hmm. and I did discuss it, and we also discussed it with our older son, because we yeah. didn't want him to have hard feelings about right, it. Right, to feel like, oh, why hey, is my younger brother little getting brother so much is earlier? going to get a phone, yeah. like, a yeah. year plus yeah. before you. Is mm-hmm. that a big deal? Do you not yeah. want us to do that? Do you have an issue with that? Yeah. And he was just like, I don't care. I don't care <laughs> well, that's good. All. Yeah. Yeah. And Fair. so so we just kind of put the thing in there. And I was like, if you need to call me, you can call me. This is your number. And like, yeah. he doesn't bring the thing to school. He's not because yeah. he just goes down the street. Like, we haven't addressed those concerns yet because this is like two days old. Yeah. But at like, some point you will. But I yeah. do think I feel like 
there's there are a lot of these age kind of appropriate discussions that definitely have to do a lot more with less with age and actually more with circumstance but the first reaction is oh you're too young for that and then it's like but because of this 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 and i would even say that with like different social things like video games or tv or movies or like my um my son we just my husband does not play video games anymore we have an old ps4 and so Mm -hmm. we just moved it up to his room and i'm looking through the games and i was like and i didn't really look at the names of the games but i was looking at the like ratings and they're like oh this is rated mature for over 17 and my husband looks at me and he goes that's mortal kombat you totally played that when you were like eight or nine years old. And I was like, (laughs) oh yeah, no, I totally did. So it's like weird because it's like, technically it says 17 and up. And I was like, it's Mortal Kombat. Like, uh... (laughs) right. Well, (laughs) and on the other hand though, I mean, like when I was growing up, I remember I did not see a rated R movie until I was 16 years old. Oh, you know what? We didn't really watch. I, didn't I never watch really watched movies. a lot of movies. Yeah. Well, so that wasn't either. really my thing. I mean, so let me rephrase. I did watch a lot of movies because my dad and I were, that was kind of our thing. Is but we like would go old to the movies, video store, not the like video new store. movies. Yeah. We went to Blockbuster or like <laughs> yeah. the family video down the street. I don't even remember what it was called. I don't think it, maybe it was family video, video village. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You remember that place? Yep. I remember that place. Yeah. We yeah. would get Hollywood we would video? rentals. Yep. We would totally oh, get rentals. Man. Yeah, I forgot Hollywood. Hollywood Video. Video is that car repair place now. Yeah, I drove by it when I went to your no. dad's wake. Actually, was the last yep. time I drove because yeah. I never drive that way. And I was looking around. I'm like, that used to be this, and that used to be this. And I'm Isn't like, that oh, weird. <laughs> it is super weird. But yeah, we um we didn't generally go to like the theater very often yeah. as kids. We just that wasn't yeah. Really our thing. I mean, I don't. I didn't watch. I didn't watch rated r movies until i was of age where i had friends who were a little bit older than me and we would go to the movies where someone one of my friends would drive us there so like because i didn't see that stuff with my parents Mm -hmm. and then obviously Mm -hmm. at the point where we went away to college we started to get a little more into that sure Um, but we were although movie theaters at u of i were a huge pain yeah remember the movie theater was like as far as possible so far oh my gosh so like I did not see a lot of movies at U of I because it was such a pain to go to them, except when we would go to Western to visit the boyfriends yeah. because it was like all they ever wanted to do was see movies. I know. They were so, yeah. <laughs> Agreed. They're they're more into the movies than us. But yeah, yeah, I mean, like, I don't even know. I feel like there's a lot of PG-13 movies out lately, but not sure. a lot of our movies out. Not as many. Yeah. Like, I agree. I agree. And it's a weird, it's weird to me, like... I don't know why that is, but I feel like every movie is PG-13 or it's just G. Like, anybody can see it or it's PG-13. There's not a whole lot in the middle or I above. I agree. I think you're totally so right. It is weird. And oh. it also brings in that question of, like, what's age appropriate? Because we've talked about, like, the kids mm-hmm. seeing Marvel movies. And a yep. lot of Marvel movies are PG-13. Yes. A and lot of my Mar- kid is eight. And he saw him two years ago. Right, exactly. Like, Same. Like, yeah. it's not like he just watched Captain America. Like, no, we've been seeing them for years at this point. Yeah, like, we're caught up, man. We're at the yeah. point where you watch them when they hit the theater. Like, right, exactly. Yeah. So Same. there's no, you know. Yeah. And so, like, I will say this: when it comes to um, age appropriateness for for TV and movies, um, 
we watched She-Hulk with the kids. Okay. And I don't know that. I don't know if you've seen it. I have, but, but my daughter has. Oh well. Oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, now you're going to have an opinion about it, I guess. Yeah. But or you can you can listen to mine. Yeah. I felt like it was kind of one of the first times where it was a little sexual. Okay. In the sense that, like, the character, main character of the show, this woman, mm-hmm. yep. she talks a lot about sexual attraction. Oh, okay. It comes up. Like, yeah. every time she sees, you know, she talks about mm-hmm. Captain America and how mm-hmm. attracted she is to him and and how yeah. interested she is. And she hooks up with guys okay. in the show a handful of times. Hmm. And, like, we watched it with the kids and for the most part, I don't, I won't say on its face that it was inappropriate. I would just mm-hmm. say that there were times where she would like crack a joke yeah. or make a comment that they very easily could have been like, I don't understand what that means. Well, I was thinking back to when I was a kid and like, cause we are going to see, we're planning on going to see the Grease, the musical with the kids and the grandmoms. Uh-huh. And I said I saw Grease as a kid, and I haven't seen it in a long time. But then I said my favorite movie when I was like 10 was Dirty Dancing, which is totally not an appropriate movie for a 9 and 10 year old. But I think all of it went over my head at the time. And I was just like, oh, it's a dancing movie. So like I didn't recognize all of the sexual innuendo and the inappropriateness of things, right? Because I didn't know what they were at the time. But looking back on it, I'm like, that was not You're an like, appropriate Whoa. movie to be a nine year old's <laughs> favorite movie at all, and right. it totally was. Like, and yeah, apparently, you know, my parents seemed fine with it. My dad had probably never seen it, so but. Well... <laughs> My favorite movie growing up, and I would venture to say younger than eight, mm-hmm. uh, was uh, The Adventures of Baron Munchausen, which... Oh, which is an interesting topic. Yeah, I know. I you did say. not see that coming. It's a, yeah. and, and that story right? is not for children. No. There are a lot of things that happen in that movie. There oh is straight up nudity in that movie if you go back and look at the rating for that film i believe that it is actually rated pg-13 um or no yeah maybe i don't know now i gotta google it but like but it's not rated r it 100 should be it should (laughs) be rated r yeah there is way too much i mean there's an entire (laughs) act of the film where he goes to the moon and everything that happens on the moon <laughs> is for adults. Yes. And it's it's very inappropriate. My husband and I watched it like three months ago. Oh, really? I haven't I haven't, seen it in years. It's probably been 30 years since I, yeah. I mean, it's been a long time since I've seen that movie. And uh, I was just like, I cannot I believe, believe <laughs> that my mother yeah. let me watch this movie regular. Anytime I stayed home sick from school. That, that was, was what, what I wanted to watch. Yeah. It's so I can't believe it. I do crazy. think though that at the time, like <laughs> even the She-Hulk thing, a lot of those inappropriateness as a kid, you just like don't notice. I think that my kids' reaction to that mm-hmm. stuff, having watched it with them, mm-hmm. was either they weren't really getting it or they weren't paying attention to it. But as a result, they found the show overall a little dull. Because they, because yeah, because it wasn't really for them. for them. Yeah. 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 So they didn't love that show. Now, I thought it was 
funny and entertaining and the story was good i enjoyed that show yeah. but well, i mean it's not as for an kids, adult so it makes yeah. sense yeah it was for yeah. adults it was okay. i mean that's like fair. you could argue that yeah, no, 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 oh it's fair. a marvel show but it's but for, it's it was for, yeah, adults. for adults i mean like it's yeah. like a a lawyer comedy yeah. so I mean, like technically like Pun- is... punisher is a comic book tv series and that's not oh, for heavens, kids at no. all yeah so like <laughs> which is too bad because it's, it's magnificent yeah but just because it's uh <laughs> Because it's in that realm or genre, you know, it's not necessarily right. mean. Yeah, but... well, and there's <clears throat> plenty of comic book movies that are not uh, we have not shown our kids that are for sure. not yeah for them. I would the agree. day will come, but it is not this day. <laughs> yeah, but it, it is interesting, and there's some kids that their parents don't let them watch the you know the Marvel movies or like you know my son likes the Transformers or yeah. TV shows lately because. Stranger Things was such a popular TV show, oh, have, yeah. and that's a line that some parents are not okay with. Now, for me, Brandon and I have seen the whole series, sure. and we said if our kids want to start watching it, we will watch episodes with them, which they actually have started it, and if they feel like it's okay because our kids don't scare very easily sure. so like they can watch it and they enjoy it we will let them continue because i don't it's scary but it's not it, i don't know like that's not what i'm going to stop my kids from watching yeah you know i for i agree and stranger things is a great example actually because like my oldest expressed an interest to start watching it and once he did we had that conversation we agreed that he could start watching it if he mm-hmm. wanted he does not scare easily either yeah he didn't we watched the entire first season he yeah. and in my opinion the first season is the scariest and mm-hmm. um and he was pretty much fine i mean we would yeah. watch it before bed and he wasn't like yeah it wasn't getting nightmares me up in two hours scared, right, exactly. freaked out i can't sleep you know now, each like, kid is different like one of my friend's kids is a, would, would not be well, able to watch my it. youngest is not yeah. ready to watch Which is that fine. show yeah he's he does get very anxious and he's mm-hmm. a nervous guy and i you with. know yeah. i just mm-hmm. don't need him to think mythical creatures are out there trying to murder him <laughs> that is totally <laughs> right reasonable now. but again i feel like yeah, yeah that so context I, you need to know your kid and one kid like the twins even one of them it might have been okay and the other it might not have been depending on what they you know they are okay with right well and like if my youngest were to approach me and say i think i want to start watching this show i would give him the opportunity to try it sure i would weigh in i would say you know i think it's a little too scary i'm not watching it at one o'clock in the afternoon on a saturday Saturday, right exactly yeah when the lights are on and there's not not right before bed but if you want to try it and see if you're interested or scared cool and that's kind of what we did with the twins like you can give it a shot if you like it you can continue Mm -hmm. but if not that's you know i'm not gonna pressure you to watch tv show i don't care what you do but you know for a while i was kind of like is it age appropriate is not age appropriate like i'm not really sure and then i was like we went back and watched the first couple episodes and we were like nah they they could if they want to they can yeah well Um, and most of the characters are they're getting close to the age of the characters on the show especially the first season like well even the older group 
is only like mm -hmm. middle high school. Like, yeah, it's kids. they're not It's that much older. they're all You know? kids in that Yeah. show. Like the main characters are all kids. So, yeah. So they they may continue watching it. They may not. But we did let them try Start. it. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, uh, some of that came up because kids in their school, like, were wearing, like, one kid was 11 for Halloween. Oh, And one okay. kid, like, there was a Demogorgon for Halloween. Like, there was all kinds of, like, kids dressing up as characters from the show. And they were like, I don't know what that is because they haven't seen the show, which I Yeah. get. But, you know, kids walking around with Stranger Things backpacks at school. And I was like, all Sure. right, well... We'll, we'll see, you know, but then on the flip side, there's kids in their grade that like they're not allowed to do sleepovers. They're not allowed to watch certain shows. They're not. So like I feel like we're in the middle somewhere. Sleepovers was something that actually came up on a on a Facebook post. A mom was asking, like, at what age are you comfortable Yeah. letting kids sleep over at their friends' houses? To me, that's not even necessarily an age thing. Personally, it's Mhm. Mm do I know the where they're going like yeah. if it's some mom i've never met before i'm not gonna let them just spend the night there you Oh know yeah. are they comfortable doing that like you know i mean you didn't like sleepovers ever like so you Yeah, know it's it's not not a thing me. I'm not the yeah one asking to go yeah on the sleepover. But right if you do reach a point where your kid's asking and yeah the kid's friend is asking, then yeah, you need to ask yourself, when mm -hmm. yeah are you ready for that? Sure. and we've already had that so Yeah. like my son has slept over at friends houses Uh-huh. now a couple of times um my daughter has only really slept over at my best friend's house so like we've known each other for like 18 years like i'm not it's her godmother like but she has a daughter that's only a year older than mine so like they hang out Right. and it's fine Sure, but yeah. it kind of like you're going to your cousin's house so like kind of counts but it kind of doesn't really count Yeah, no. uh I mean, like, I was going not like to a say school friend so my brother's family, yeah while we haven't, that opportunity has not presented itself. We've talked a lot about my youngest nephew coming for a sleepover or vice versa. Um, We did, and I was there, uh, stay at my brother's house for a night when my brother and sister-in-law were both out of Oh, town. yeah, yeah. Mm And my husband was working late. I just had the kids stay with me. And my oldest -hmm. It was just easier. slept on the floor in his cousin's room. And my little one actually just slept in the room with me because Mm -hmm. Yeah. I Yeah, don't it was care. fine. And he's an easy sleep buddy. Yeah. So No, I totally <laughs> get that. Yeah, I've definitely that did bunked not with bother a kid me on at the... all. On, on a night, yeah. Well, when we went up to your brother's in Michigan, my oldest stayed in the room with me, with you and yeah which was fine. And then the twins just went to the other room, which was great. yeah same with So, my kids yeah, they had so their it worked own out there fine. was like a bunk bed room and they were in there Yep. and Yeah, that was so it worked comfortable out fine. for them i will say that um most of the people who are my friends that my kids are like friends with the kids most of my friends their kids are girls Oh, true. and so Yeah. Not um really an option. Yeah. it just doesn't you know and i don't I don't I don't know how to really approach that question per se, because there's a part of me that like if you're talking about eight year olds, maybe you're overreacting if you think that's not OK. But then the other part of me is sort of like, At what point? but, Yeah. you know, maybe like I made a joke with my friend who has a daughter who's <laughs> mm -hmm. eight. That's uh, well, she's nine, but she just turned Sure. nine. Um, Yeah. She came over to my house to watch my boys For a day over the kids winter broke break when I was visiting with my father and 
at one point, I think I called, I was on my way home or, or checked sure, in. Sure. I don't remember. And she was like, oh, my daughter is upstairs in your son's room with mm-hmm. him. And yeah. I made a little joke like, oh, man, you better go up there. What are you doing? Yeah, I'm up them. there. Yeah. <laughs> Let your daughter go in my son's bedroom yeah. by herself. Right. And she right. was yeah. like, is that okay? And I, <laughs> I was, was like, I'm like, just kidding. I'm just kidding. I was yeah. like. I was joking. I don't yeah. think. Yeah, no. I'm like, I don't we know, do man. We do have a rule, even at this age, that they need to keep their doors open. Yeah. Unless they're sleeping, but they need to keep their doors open. Because my kids like to close their doors, and I was like, nope, doors open. Like, that's my the policy in this house. little one likes to close his door, and I... <sighs> All three of mine like to close their door, but I want to yeah. be able to hear what the heck you're doing up there. Like... At this age, I mean, obviously to change or things, yeah. like, it doesn't have to be open all the time, and we close our doors at night to sleep, but yeah. during the day, if you're playing with your friends up there, I want your door you open. You can leave the door like, open. I want to be you're able totally to hear, right. even if it's just the boys and they argue about something, like, I want to yeah. be able to hear what's going on up there, so That's I will fair. say the girl-boy thing is different my twins have stayed over at my friend's house that has a daughter they've both stayed there now i will say that at one point her daughter was talking to her stepsister and they were talking about like who they had crushes on because oh my god they apparently have crushes on people already at eight and nine and one of them said well what about well what about you know and they said my son's name and my friend's daughter goes ew he's my cousin and i was like okay we're cool i'm fine like because they you're think like well, they're family so yeah. i'm like all right yep that's and when he stayed over there they all just slept in the living room on the couches oh, like sure, they didn't yeah. stay in a bedroom they all just like brought sleeping bags down and all just stayed there so there wasn't any enclosed area or anything but I was comfortable with that because and because they like truly think of each other like family. So like I didn't feel like there was any weird. I get that. I think that's reasonable. My friend that I teased. um, Right, right, right. Her little girl, even if there were some hypothetical, Mm -hmm. I've offered to take her daughter, uh, you know, if she ever needed me to for a particular a specific reason or just in general for Mm -hmm. her to go out for dinner with her husband or something like that. Um. And if if she wanted her to stay the night, I mean, m- both my kids have uh, bunk beds in their room at so this could. moment. Right. We'll see. Until, that's not- <laughs> Until I can get rid of one. I bumped my head on my son's bunk bed and he has a hook because oh. it, he hangs oh, stuff I remember. on it. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. like caught, fortunately, it was just my hair, but I like caught my hair Ooh, on this hook and it just like pulled it out of my dangerous. Yeah. I was like, I hate this bunk bed. I hate it so much. And my son was like, I kind of like it. And I was like, yeah, I know. That's why do. it's still here. Yeah, otherwise it'd be gone, dude. I would have cut it down by now. Yeah. We did get rid of, we have no more bunk beds in our house. Everybody yeah. just Ugh. has a just has a bed so i'm so but, jealous of that <laughs> yeah. now we've had people st- spend the night at our house probably more than like my daughter's had sleepovers with two different friends from school and their parents were comfortable having them stay at our house and sure no okay. issues and whatnot and they've been fine and then my son has probably stayed over at three different people's houses um so we're at that yeah. point now that sleepovers are a thing but i've i i was surprised at the reaction online that people were like no we don't do sleepovers at all and i was like okay i mean that people have their their stance and, and i get it yeah. um but that's just not i mean 
we we are okay with it if i know the parents and like you know at this point most of their friends they've known for a number of years it's not yeah like it's a brand new friendship like yeah i one think of that's cooper's best friends he's known for four years now yeah you know so well like my son's best friend the one who's the son of my older yeah son's teacher teacher like i would eat i would definitely let him sleep yeah over at their house like it's my kid's teacher like i mean i trusted yeah him with my son for a year sure at school sure i think yeah he could probably keep the other for one the for night a night yeah yeah like but that was, that's one of the things that people were like they have some have strong feelings on it's i not... support that idea yeah, yeah. i get so, it i can see I mean, that i definitely get it there were a couple other things one other thing that came up on facebook recently that i actually it's not even an age appropriate thing i don't actually know what the right age is but there were a bunch of families that went to drag shows with their children hmm. and i was like i mean i get the i get wanting to be inclusive and everything's okay but every drag show i've been to has been super sexual so like yeah i guess that i would was be my very question surprised at seeing that and i was like okay i mean what which ones are kid appropriate like it's not like they advertise that as a kid-friendly well outing and so like i think for me that's often the crux of the issue is that if i find something overly sexual i still that's insulate my kids that's that from is honestly that like the thing like they yeah know not to say bad words like so we've been to concerts and we're probably going to continue going to concerts my kids love music they yeah sing like they've listened to songs that have swear words in them they know not to repeat them I'm okay sure with that. Like, yeah you know, they watch movies. They know it's pretend. They're not going to go and try and hurt someone. yeah But the sexual piece of it is still the piece that we don't, we try to avoid when it comes to shows or life or places or environments or things like that. That's like the one that we're still not, like, they're too young for that well is my and opinion. i think it's because like when you're dealing with a child children ha have impulse control issues Oh, for and sure. i think that like even and not to say i don't want to be that person that says violent video games and violent movies make you a violent person but if your kid is prone to occasionally get aggressive regardless of watching that stuff or absorbing that content Mm -hmm. Sure, if they just some kids are just more aggressive behaviorally if than they others. Yeah. react by taking a swing at somebody once in a while i mean my kids are generally pretty peaceful but Yeah. when they rile each other up that situation sometimes escalates into somebody getting pushed okay Sure. or hit it does i'm, I'm a realist i know how it goes and until i would feel comfortable with them being able to exercise the level of self-control to avoid that situation Mm -hmm. i don't want to put them in a situation where they believe that something in a sexual way is is allowable is appropriate yeah is because something then that's okay we're mm -hmm. talking about a situation where i'm not there to immediately police it whereas pushing little brother well i could grab you by the wrist and drag you up to your room immediately for that yeah but like right not yeah metaphorically speaking i don't like to trade violence with violence but like fair <laughs> i get but it i understand but yeah i i can respond to that by correcting it ideally correcting it immediately but like if you're 
kid is absorbing a sexual experience mm-hmm. there's a possibility that their brain might not be ready to like to like understand separate really in the same yeah. way that they do guys sword fighting on screen well which is fair because like realistically like they see me and my husband kiss or hug or sure. like hold hands so like there's a piece of that that's normal for them but then watching it in a movie it pushes that boundary but like they they know that part of that is 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 normal real life so i feel like you're right it's hard for them to differentiate the pretend versus real in or what's appropriate in those kind of scenarios I, i just think that like when your kid hits somebody or gets hit they understand that that's painful and it's wrong because the experience is painful and wrong yeah but when they see something where people are taking each other's clothes off for example yeah they have not had that experience Mm -hmm. they don't fully understand the meaning behind that experience and therefore may not really get whether or not it's allowable well, they might and they not be able to make that choice because right. they're not mature enough to make that choice. Well, not only that, eight. but they haven't they haven't been told that's wrong because right. it's not wrong in the correct scenario. So, like, that's a really gray line that's really hard well, for and kids it's, to I to think that's the other element is that it's a much bigger gray area. Whereas mm-hmm. hitting somebody or stabbing someone with a it's sword... It's just wrong regardless of the it's scenario. Subjectively like, wrong. Yeah, yeah, that's just wrong. There's never a time yeah. where... And and it's always yeah, the, the words stabbing that I say. Is, yeah, it's never... Always the like, stabbing is never okay. <laughs> you're never... It is never reasonable for you to hit somebody. That is what I, I'm like, don't yeah. ever think that's the solution to the problem right whereas you know if you're an adult and you're attracted to somebody and they kiss you it is perfectly reasonable for you to kiss them yeah and that is a a discussion that will take place i just don't know if i think my eight-year-old is there (laughs) and he's not being presented with that on a day-to-day it's not like all of his friends are making out with each other all of his friends have a cell phone it right. is. <laughs> it's, it's very different. Yeah. So that that is where right now we are like, okay, we're trying to stay away from that because we don't think that's age appropriate for them as of yet. Right. I don't remember when you go to Robert Crown and do the sex talk. They don't talk. do that anymore. They don't. They don't do Robert Crown. Stupid really? virus. Lame. That place closed. Oh, I didn't even know. They like they just they like sort of. I think my son, the fifth mm-hmm. sixth grader, yeah. the nurse went in fifth came grade, didn't they? And they? yes, fifth grade I think is when you do the one where they tell you like about your own body and stuff. We and are then, currently reading w- with my daughter a book yeah. about like the things that happen when you're yes. a girl and how much being a girl sucks. Is really the crux of the yeah. book, like. Here's all the things you're going to need to maintain for the rest of your life because you're yeah, a girl. Yeah, sucks. So, I'm so sorry. So, I, yeah, so we're at oh, that this, point. I'm glad that I don't have to do that because I don't want, I won't be able it's, to contain it's my really like not enjoyable disappointment. Like, right? Like, I'll just it be all, like, hey. Yeah, this isn't fun it's and you're going to do downhill it. I'm sorry. From here. Like, I literally <laughs> already bought, like, which I, they didn't even <laughs> exist when we were kids, but like, period underwear. Like, yeah. Because I got mine at 10 and she's going to be nine. So, like, it's what gonna are you happen, gonna do, man. So what are you gonna it's, do? it's like... gonna be a thing. Like she's already wearing training bras. She's eight. Like 
Well, sure. But when she's in like MMA or when she's doing like activities and stuff, like she needs it. So yeah, that's a thing. We're at that age, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, all these all these fun things. Anyways, all right. Why don't we drink our other beer let's, here while we... on that note? Let's on that drink. note. She's Fox Valley rich. So interesting thing. I think of Fox Valley as in Illinois, but this I'm sure is referring to yeah. Fox Valley around the so for the Fox Valley area of Wisconsin is around like the Lake Winnebago area, like okay. Appleton, Oshkosh, I think area. So they have a Fox Valley and we have a Fox Valley. Yeah. So what is this when got here? I when I took these out of my refrigerator, I was sort of like, she's Fox Valley rich. Is this like in like <laughs> Naperville? And right? I've never heard yeah. of it. Like nope. I genuinely was like, where mm-hmm. is this place? <laughs> All right. So we're gonna drink she's Fox Valley Rich. This can holds sure. a firecracker. This Saison oh. uses buckwheat, which is weird, which in our opinion is an underutilized grain. Okay. It lends a spicy note similar to rye while adding a richer body, velvety smoothness, blah, blah, blah. Compliments the cinnamon and plum uh, from the Rishi tea cold steeped into the Saison. That's a lot of stuff going on here. Yeah, so you said a lot of stuff. And, and I didn't think shot. there was that many things going on here. Let's smell. No. Okay. I'm going to open mine. You let Ooh. me know. I am getting, let's see, I'm going to read that big long list of words again. Oh. I'm definitely getting cinnamon. Yeah, that aroma. Cinnamon. cinnamon. When I started pouring it, I thought it smelled like cinnamon, and you had not yet said that word. And I was like, I think there's cinnamon in this or something like yeah. of that holiday spiciness. Definitely it cinnamon. Definitely when I first like poured it is when it Ooh. smelled the strongest of cinnamon, to be honest with you. But now I think so. I'm getting some plum as well. Let me see. Ooh. Okay. Definitely the cinnamon, Ooh, even yeah. in the taste, for sure. I have no idea what the heck buckwheat tastes like. So I can't, I cannot yeah. evaluate that grain because I just don't know. So, so I'm going to take another sip and maybe weigh in again here. But my initial reaction is while I smell cinnamon and something that smells like kind of jammy, like a plum, maybe like a plum. Yeah. I taste mostly cinnamon and I don't get a lot of the plum plum. Hmm. I think I taste a lot of grain. Which I'm okay. assuming is the buckwheat. Like I do taste the cinnamon, definitely yeah. that that's got a cinnamon forward flavor. But I feel like it tastes grainy. To Let me. me ask you a stupid question, or maybe yeah. not a stupid question. A question. If I didn't tell you, would you be able to tell me this was a saison? No. Yeah. Right. No. <laughs> I, I would know. not have known this was a saison. I, I would know not have I known. I might have thought it was a wheat beer, to be honest with that's you. That's what I was going to so, say, like a Belgian wheat, maybe? Yeah, uh, that's I what I would have said. I would not have really. guessed Saison. I would have guessed some sort of wheat variant of beer, yeah. to be honest with you. It just yeah. doesn't have that yeah. wild yeah. flavor that I get from Saison's, you know, where it tastes a little... I yeah, won't say no. funky, because that's a different thing. No, it's not it's a sour. No. Um, this tastes like a wheat a wheat variant of beer to me. And maybe yeah. that's why I've got the, the graininess of it tastes makes it like that mm. to me. There's almost yeah. no aftertaste. It doesn't linger very long. No. Like it's no. just so to me that has a lot of characteristics of a, a wheat-based beer. 
Um, so to me, this doesn't really taste like a Saison at all. I mean, what it's got a strange flavor <laughs> we've got here. This is, is just like very unique. This is very, very interesting. Unique. It's I definitely using... cinnamony, but yeah, I mean, I think that I'm trying to decide. So if this was the one and only thing I drank and I drank like an entire can of it, I think I would get a, a lot of those elements and you know like because you're right it does have a grainy yeah it's just um, got that kind of taste to it flavor I, like a the more I, a, like an earthy it's not a texture yeah but it's not, like an... but, that's not even the right word is it because it's not like i always want to say something tastes like kind of uh grassy or earthy if it, if i get like a more of a wheat flavor or something like that then sure sure but that's not really what it is i can't it really tastes put like my a wheat finger beer to me like yeah. it just tastes like a wheat I'm beer just to gonna me go it there. really does i get the more i drink it i get a little bit of the jammy kind of flavor mm-hmm. to it mm-hmm. um and i think that that's probably the plum um, but the, the whatever this buckwheat is, I feel like that actually is the dominant flavor in this to me. I guess it must be. I mean, as you said before, I'm not sure I would. I I don't know what that tastes like. So I wouldn't be able to pick it out because I've never had buckwheat. And but what the fact is that buckwheat, <laughs> if I know one of the like, uh, isn't he a character Some... in a movie? Like some yeah, like little kid. He's one of the little <laughs> rascals, right? right? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> But, but like, what is it? Is I have it, no is idea. It's a grain, right? Nothing. I mean, it's got to be grain. some kind of grain, right? But, but I don't like... feel like I've ever had buckwheat in a drink of any sort. I don't feel like I've ever seen it yeah. even depicted in or like called out. Maybe I they wonder... use it somewhere, but I've never seen yeah, it. Yeah, I wonder what possessed them to go that yeah. direction. Yeah, but to me, this that I'm assuming the buckwheat pushes this into more of that wheat flavored beer taste yeah than it does the saison taste to me this yeah. tastes like a cinnamon sure. jammy wheat beer to me like that's just what it tastes like yeah and it's not yeah. not to say that that's a negative it just doesn't taste like a saison a saison well, i expect like a different unique like something else kind of flavor to me you know what yes. i mean yeah, oh. you know, well, and because we're describing this to people who aren't drinking it, I will say that we're naming these flavors like cinnamon and jam. And you might think, wow, that sounds really like a very strong, intense flavor. It, yeah, no, no, it no. is not. It's though. very subdued. It is yeah. mellow. It's very yeah. mellow. Like, yeah. I get those flavors. But even even you and I needed a couple of sips to really kind of like filter through them. Mm hmm. Yeah, because I got it's the, a very the cinnamon, mild flavor, but I feel like cinnamon kind of does stand out to. In a, I don't think you have a thing. choice with cinnamon. I cinnamon, think you, can you put just taste one granule like, yeah. of cinnamon and in something, and like that's cinnamon. what it tastes. But it's like. not a kick you in the teeth cinnamon jammy mm-hmm. flavor. Like it's mm-hmm. a very, like you said, mellow is a really good word for it. To me, though, if you pick this up, I would say expect kind of a mellow wheat flavored beer right that has some cinnamon and some jam kind of just light flavor to it it's not super bold in that it's not right in your face it's just it's it's mellow it is a like mellow an flavor. undertone yeah like an yes, undertone good word an undertone of cinnamon and jam but it tastes to me like a wheat beer that has cinnamon yeah. and jam in it 
<laughs> is what it tastes that's, like. That's so, it, you guys. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm going with. So very interesting, definitely unique. Um, you know, it's just it's 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 not what I would expect from a saison. Uh, but yeah, maybe because that buckwheat pulls in the wheat flavors. I don't know. I don't never had buckwheat, I've, so that's my theory. I'm gonna go with it. Yeah, I, I'm gonna agree. It's also the first thing listed in the list, so, yeah, so I'm I guessing think it's that... the largest portion. Yeah, yeah. usually that's kind that's of how, how the ingredients usually goes. does. Yeah, yeah, this is the most, and then, but yeah, no, I mean, I I would definitely try Young Blood again. I mean, definitely unique, yeah. interesting beers. Totally. I would for sure give them a shot. Um, they've got a space. There's a couple spaces if you're in the Madison area to check them out. Um, totally. their tap rooms i would definitely give them i would definitely give them a try so yeah totally all right cool i like it well that'll do it for another episode thanks for joining us you guys yeah take care bye bye thanks everyone for listening to the latest musings from parenting by the pint be sure to find us on facebook twitter and instagram and make sure that you rate review and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts have a great week and cheers to you all.